Good evening everybody my name is Rana Ayub I'm a global opinions writer at the Washington Post and here on my Substack I speak about issues that concern India Southeast Asia censorship um in absence of gatekeepers of course we are trying to keep it as free and as uncensored as possible Today's podcast is about the income tax survey on the BBC offices in New Delhi and in Mumbai Now survey is when the government of the country wants to intimidate an organization without using the term raid or search and seize um search and seizure because uh well there's not much that they can you know uh, obtain from that at this because a survey it's easier right it serves both the purposes it gets to intimidate you make headlines you tell your core audience which is your core fan base that listen we have taken our revenge and then you end up doing nothing so you cannot be pulled over for anything else um so that's what this survey is about and this this tax evasion money laundering uh, corruption uh, accounting you know this is the new sedition and war against nation charge uh, for journalists so earlier if you see journalists would be charged with sedition war against nation provoking communal tension through their works etc Now the dictators and fascists and demagogues all over the world who have been using the same playbook have realized that hey these charges i mean the world is um seeing through this why not get a little innovative see when you when you when you level a charge like tax evasion and money laundering you feel like oh probably you know we can add a, a bit of fictional stuff here we can add some details uh put something here and there and then actually make it look like a legit case when there is actually nothing so something like that sticks corruption anywhere charges of corruption the sound of corruption in a country like india for that matter anywhere in the world sticks as opposed to um you you as opposed to you fixing somebody in a case of sedition which used to be the case till very recently yesterday jodi jinsberg from the committee to protect journalists made this very very important argument she said gone are the days when we used to have journalists i mean not gone are the days of course they are still being targeted but now we have journalists like jimmy lai like maria ressa like you know journalists across the world unfortunately me too um we are dealing with financial crimes that's the that's the new allegation the government thinks will stick uh most of the cases end up um you know end up resulting in no convictions in many of the cases the journalists get jailed uh, that's the ultimate reality of being uh, a journalist in the world but this is today not about that case it's about the bbc it's about why was a tax survey done on the bbc office do i even need to tell you why <laughs> well i mean to, to to the ones who are not um acquainted with the matters at hand um the bbc the bbc to release a documentary called the modi question about a month ago and um the documentary of course was not revelational in the sense that it had nothing much to offer uh, to people in india who were well aware of what the truth was but it did uh, it did put together a story that the world needs to keep hearing it's a story of the 2002 pogrom of muslims it's a story of Mr Modi being the chief minister of Gujarat when 2002 took place um 
It is the story of the Supreme Court of India in an open court calling the Narendra Modi government modern day neros who looked the other way as innocent women and children were burning and killed. This is the story of officers like Rahul Sharma, like Rajneesh Rai, like Kuldeep Sharma and many other many other officers in Gujarat being punished for saving Muslims or being speak for speaking the truth. This is a story of a, more than a thousand Muslims being massacred. This is a story of a conspiracy of Harin Pandya, Mr. Modi's home minister, who was murdered in mysterious circumstances. Um, till today, we don't know the truth. Well, if you want to read more about the Harin Pandya murder case, which one encounter specialist way back in 2008 had told me. I mean, this is a very, very well-known cop. He had told me that if you want to talk about political murder, go and talk about Harin Pandya. So if you, want to, if you want to read any more about the Harin Pandya investigation, you can check my book, Gujarat Files, Anatomy of a Cover-Up. It's available on Amazon. But right now, again, back to the BBC documentary. Are we even going to pretend that this, is going to, this was about taxes? This was about tax surveillance? No, it was not. It was about Mr. Modi and the government conveying to their core audience that the BBC tried to speak truth in a country where the mainstream media, where the legacy media has already been bought over by us. It's compromised. How dare these people speak? And there is this new, um, you know, chalan chal gaya hai ki if at all there is an international story, then the mainstream media in India calls it a conspiracy. A conspiracy by the West to defame India, to destabilize India. Actually, not India, to destabilize Modi, defame Modi. And by extension, it's India, right? Because Modi is India. And whatever he does, whatever atrocities that he does, whatever uh, brand of hate politics he practices, it becomes an extension, by extension, something that Indians need to be ashamed of. I don't think Indians should not be ashamed of what the government is doing, but that's what it is. The BBC documentary is just telling to their core audience that this is we we showed them their place. It is it is a chilling reminder to the other journalist who might be writing a cover story, who might be doing another exhaustive piece, who might be doing a documentary. This is what we can do to you. Should you continue to proceed with what you're doing about our government? Should you con- continue to talk about Hindu nationalism? Should you continue to talk about majoritarianism? Should you continue to talk about hate politics in India? And we are living at a time where the West and countries who actually keep a check on democratic values are giving Mr. Modi a free pass because of Ukraine and of course China. Um, so the world will not talk about it. I was, I, was, I was listening to the official from the US State Department who just made one like, you know, one foot out comment on the freedom of press. And I felt like poor thing was so embarrassed to even make that comment on the BBC thing. Um, that that's, that's the situation about the world. Nobody cares about a free press. I mean, if something like this had happened in China, right? If a BBC office was surveyed upon by the income tax department, the survey is still on, where phones were seized of the journalist. If this had happened in Russia, what would have happened? There would be headlines all over the world. The reason why so many of us are speaking about this draconian practice, the the, the attack on BBC, is because there is a chilling pattern. There's a chilling pattern to every journalist to fall in line. It's a chilling pattern. It's a chilling pattern where where Mr. Modi is telling each one of us, especially international journalists, that whatever, whatever you cover, we don't care because we have the world solidarity with us. Where does this leave journalism? Where does this leave the truth? 
the truth is the ultimate casualty in this entire practice you see the hindenburg investigation right um at a time i mean there's a meme that is going around on social media that everybody actually thought that the income tax survey was on the adani group because there were damning allegations there were damning allegations of offshore companies there were damning allegations of of investor mistrust of of cheating the investors but where does the income tax land at the bbc office next what enforcement directorate next what cbi we don't know at this point of time everybody in india who wants to speak about the truth is damned and more so if the truth is about gujarat if the truth is about 2002 gujarat which is basically a sore point for mr modi just like he is extremely um, touchy about international criticism he is extremely touchy about gujarat 2002 which is why you see so many uh, journalists who have written about this so many people activists who have spoken about it each and every one who has written and spoken and investigated 2002 has had to pay the price for it as i'm talking the bbc uh, the survey income tax survey continues to um take place at the bbc offices um at this point of time of the record what we have known um is that the bbc headquarters have have told their employees to not tweet about this just yet uh, to not speak about it and to and to and to cooperate uh, with the agencies it will we'll wait to see if the if the bbc issues a statement about this and that's something that everybody is looking forward to what does the bbc have to say on this besides about the cooperation part does it see this as an attack on free press what about the uk government what about the british government what about rishi sunak does he believe that this is this is an attack on free press is the world watching but more importantly will the world watch given the circumstances that have been created this is the g20 year the year or where mr modi will be hosting world leaders in a country which he has hailed as mother of democracy in all the posters that you see all over the cities is this the conduct of a mother of democracy that's the question that each one of us needs to address and in a g20 year when the world is actually looking at india uh with with censoring the bbc documentary with with using emergency powers to remove the links of the bbc documentary with with the attacks on the bbc office with 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 the kind of nationalist approach to the adani investigation um this is not a good look forget for modi this is not a good look for india who is bringing disrepute to india is the question that every indian must ask every legacy media journalist must ask but will they and that's a big question well this is it for today i'm going to come back to you again with probably something that is more interesting that is not about attack and free press while you're here i would urge you to please uh, subscribe to my substack and make sure that independent media survives and thrives in the in this climate of impunity thank you so much for listening to me